0: Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition, and never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have heard in this podcast. Thank you so much, and without further ado, let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Mindful, Beautiful, and Thriving. It's your host, Poonam here, with a very special guest, Esther Trivich. Today, we are going to talk about Valentine's Day. This is a special episode to celebrate Valentine's Day. Esther has a truly inspirational story of becoming her own Valentine, and I requested her to join us today and share her journey of loving herself and becoming her own good friend. Esther, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us today. Before I ask you more questions, please introduce yourself and tell us what are you doing currently?
1: Thank you so much, Poonam, and thank you for inviting me. It's a pleasure to be here today. My name is Esther. I am in my 40s, just in case that's of interest. Um, In my day role, I work for Cisco as a business development manager in the partner organization within Europe. And I also work as a mental health first aider. I am part of Cisco's global well being champions team, where we hold sessions with individual teams to bring the concepts of work life balance and stress management and workload prioritization, all topics around well being and mental health basically, to the teams and have discussions with them. And of course, together with you, Poonam, I am also part of the core team of our Cisco Mindfulness and Resiliency community here at Cisco.
0: That's wonderful. Thank you so much uh, for sharing that detail. And I would like to ask you first question. What inspired you to start your mindfulness journey and discover Southflow? love <laughs>
1: Well, that's a good question. I was thinking about this while preparing for this podcast. And I think that, so going back a little bit to how I grew up, I've always struggled with mental health issues, specifically depression. I've always struggled with loneliness and not fitting in. So it was really hard. And back then, that was in the 90s. And back then, um, it was just, you know, oh, you're a teenager, so that's part of the deal. And I always felt, you know what, no, it doesn't feel right for some reason. It feels bad, I want to do something about it. But I didn't have the information or the support or the resources needed. So I kind of struggled along, and it was only in my adult life now, only with Cisco actually, that I really found this um, way of taking care of yourself without relying on others and my own story is also a story about chronic illness and chronic pain and those two things are actually very similar whether you're struggling with chronic illness chronic pain or depression and loneliness you always feel like you're dependent on others you know you're waiting for that next doctor or therapist appointment and if it gets cancelled you freak out and you know usually your symptoms worsen right away even though it might just be um, a placebo effect and after a while I decided I no longer wanted to be that dependent on others and I was also not receiving the support that I actually craved and needed and then I started thinking about what I could do myself to take better care of myself, also to love myself because I was feeling very lonely and isolated at times several times throughout my life, not just as a teenager, but also now recently. And this is really what uh, started me on this journey, discovering meditation and mindfulness, listening more to my body and what my needs are, and then really started, starting to practice self-love and self-care. Thank you. Thank
0: you, Esther. So after realization, what changes did you make in your daily life?
1: So initially I wasn't quite sure and I might have gone overboard a little bit. (laughs) I tried to do everything at once, um, every single day, so, you know, nutrition, exercise, drinking enough, meeting people, exercising your brain, you know, the whole list. Um, So I had this list, I downloaded everything from the internet and I tried to do all of that every day. And I felt completely overwhelmed and I felt even more like a failure because I wasn't able to do all of these things every single day and it actually resulted in the opposite of self-care and self-love. I was stressing myself out and so after a while I discovered that the real key to it is to just basically prioritize whatever has top prior for you every single day. So now At the beginning of every day, I just spend a minute or two, doesn't have to be long, listening to my body and, you know, my emotions, my feelings, and just figuring out what is my key need today, what has priority for me today. And that could be exercise, it could also be companionship, if I really feel like I need a hug, then I might not go to the gym, then I might meet a friend for a hug. Or maybe, you know, I've I've had McDonald's the day before and then I feel like I really need to cook myself a healthy meal today. So not trying to do everything every day and, and ticking all the boxes in the list, but really figuring out what has top priority for me today and then really putting that at the top priority of my list for the whole day, including work. So even work takes a backseat to that top priority for that day
0: interesting so if i understand correctly esther you are making a daily plan and you are listening to your own needs your body needs your emotional needs and then you're prioritizing that. So do you do it every day? Do you have weekly calendar? Do you have monthly calendar? How far do you think when you think about your self-care or self-love needs?
1: So I actually don't have a, it's it's a day-by-day thing. So I don't have a calendar. I really literally wake up in the morning and think about what I need today, what I need most today. And then that's what I focus on because it got a little bit too stressful for me to try and keep an eye on everything. And I also wanted to make sure that I'm being kind to myself and trying to tick all of those boxes every day. It was just so challenging and I was figuring out that I wasn't actually being kind to myself. I wasn't really listening to what I need. I'm just adding to all the things that I need to do every day to my chores list, to my to-do list and that was really stressing me out. So trying to be more gentle with myself and really figuring out that one key priority for each and every day. Of course when I've got things planned with friends then I can maybe defer that to the day when I'm actually meeting them. So I might focus on something else the day before but I don't actually do a very long plan in advance. I really try to figure out what I'm feeling in the morning because it can change overnight, at least for me.
0: Wonderful. So to summarize, you know, every small choices we make every day, they add up. Um, So instead of, you know, be focusing on bigger picture, focus on one day. If you are focused like your day is good, the next day is good, your week will be good, your month will be good, your life will be good. I love that. So you mentioned um, self-love, just to educate our audience, what is self-love? And, you know, growing up, I thought self-love
1: could be selfish. So how do you define (laughs) self-love? That's very true, Poonam. So unfortunately, a lot of people think that self-care and self-love is selfish. And even though I don't want to stereotype uh, here, but it's very often women who feel and think that way because women are often the caretakers in the families and they very often feel that they have to take care of the needs of others before they can allow themselves to take care of their own needs. And I'm always reminded of the saying from the airplanes, you know, put your own mask on first before you help others. It's a perfect analogy because you cannot actually help others if you're low on oxygen yourself. So self-love and self-care is not being selfish. And if you take only one thing away from this podcast, please let it be this. You are not being selfish if you practice self-love and self-care we actually need to practice it in order to deal with the everyday stresses. So stress is going to be a part of our lives. We can't just eliminate stress. But in order to deal effectively with all the obstacles and challenges and stresses, we need to practice self-love and self-care. We need to listen to what our bodies and minds and emotions are telling us. And then we need to make positive choices based on those needs that we have.
0: That's a wonderful way of defining. Um, So I wanted to ask if you have any concrete steps you would like to give to our listeners who want to become their own Valentine the way you did.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the first thing I want to share is that don't feel any pressure about the time it might take right it took me nearly half a lifetime i mean i'm in my mid-40s now and i only recently really learned how to do it so it's a journey and it's going to be two steps forward and one step back or maybe even one step forward and two (laughs) steps back so be kind to yourself be aware that there's going to be trial and error and mistakes within your trying out what works for you everyone's different so just think of yourself as your best friend. You would only give positive advice to your best friend, you would only give compliments to them, you would only love them and hug them but very often we're not doing the same for ourselves when in reality we should be loving ourselves just as much. So try and think of your best friend and try and apply some of that action and those emotions that you have towards them also to yourself because you deserve it and you deserve to be your own best friend and then just be a little bit more kind with yourself take good care of yourself don't feel bad if you realize that you have a need today for something specific don't feel bad for satisfying that need Know that you're taking good care of yourself and because of it, you'll be able to also take care of your friends, your family. You'll also be able to play a good part in your school environment, your work environment, your community. You need to be good yourself, you need to be healthy and well in order to also play a role in your community and your circle of friends and family.
0: Well said, Esther. So I will tell you what was my problem when I was growing up. I always used to find flaws in me. I used to compare myself with others and I always think others are better than me. And as you said, it's a journey. You know, I maybe was not comfortable in my own skin or the way, you know, I speak or the way I look. So it took a while for me to understand that I am the unique creation of the higher power. I am wonderful the way I am. Even the higher power couldn't create another punam like me. (laughs) So if I am, you know, finding faults in me, I am putting myself down, the higher up is not going to be happy so that was you know my self discovery self journey and then you know after that i said no, I am awesome, I love myself, I am wonderful. So I started giving that love to myself. And as you were saying, you know, we are always loving to others. We say kind things to others. But when it comes to our own self, like, ah, do I do that enough? So, you know, even there is a mirror meditation, like whenever I'm waking up, doing brush, looking at the mirror, I tell myself, you know, I am awesome. I love myself. So those affirmations definitely helped me to feel better, to grow up in my own journey. And I am now, as you said, you know, once you fill your cup, you love yourself, you can spread that love to others. So this journey starts with self-love. And so that's what my journey tells me. So anything else before we say bye to our audience? you would like to share?
1: Yeah, I'm so glad you mentioned that comparison issue. It's such a devil in disguise, right? We feel like we should be striving to be more like the people we admire. But in reality, comparison is just not healthy. It's not good. Like you said, we're all unique and we all add value in our own way. And I even stopped uh, my social media accounts for a long time because it was messing with my mental health. I was just comparing my life, myself, my body, my looks, It was not good for me and I started going out into the real world more connecting with real people more not always taking pictures and posting them and not comparing myself to others so much and it was definitely a long journey to get there but this is very important so I'm very glad that you mentioned it and there's one last thing I wanted to share um, with the audience so If you want sort of an empowering hymn, a song to listen to, to tackle this topic, then I can recommend Miley Cyrus's Flowers. It's all about how after a breakup she basically became her own best friend and she started doing all these things that she was hoping for in the relationship that never happened, like buying herself flowers and taking herself dancing, because you can be your own best friend and you can definitely be your own valentine as well.
0: Thank you. Thank you so much for taking the time to share your inspirational journey with us. I wish you all the best for continuing this journey and inspiring others to become their own Valentine. I wish this Valentine you may express gratitude for the people in your life and simply practice self-love. Thank you everyone for listening to us. You are listening to Mindful, Beautiful, and Thriving, a podcast series by Tharaka Foundation. As part of our youth series, we will be releasing new episodes every Friday, so make sure to continue to check those out. We hope you enjoyed this podcast, and thank you so much for listening.